Welcome back. Last November, I had the pleasure of attending a baseball camp run by a local baseball player and hometown hero. I am Grayson Knight, and this is Baseball Podcasts Are Fun. Nassim Nunez grew up playing fifteen, uh, playing baseball 15 minutes away from me and has been able to grind from high school standout uh, to minor league uh, prospect for the Miami Marlins. I met Nassim at his baseball camp at Collins Hill High School, where we practiced, played, talked, and did all things baseball. Nassim had just finished his season with Pensacola Blue Wahoos and came back home to put on the camp for the local baseball community. Well, no more stalling. Nassim, how are you? I'm good. I'm great. I'm great. Glad to be here. Mm-hmm. So, um, before we get to the good stuff, uh, what is your baseball origin story? Uh, you know, baseball for me really started here, just like you said, 15 minutes away from you. I was uh, started playing in Collins Hill. That was the first time I ever really played baseball. And, and uh, like, an organized baseball, you know, I'd always play with my grandfather, my dad, but Collins Hill was the first organized baseball location for me mm-hmm. so uh where are you right now are you in georgia or are you somewhere else yeah i'm in georgia i head back to spring training and all that stuff on wednesday mm-hmm. uh well we'll talk about that uh in a moment um but uh how is it how is it like for you growing up here and are you're in gwinnett county right right now right yeah so yeah. how is it how is it like growing up here and what did your experience with the hill look like Growing up here was it was, I I can't really say it's different because that that was how it was for me. You know, it was it it was home. I always when I was younger, I was always used to think I was from New York. But my parents always say I'm a Georgia baby because I grew up here, so I kind of accepted that. But <laughs> New York is still blood. And growing up in the hill was, you know, for me it was like until maybe the age of. 10 I was the only black player on the team so it was it was a little different for me I would say than a lot of my other teammates but mm-hmm. it worked out and it was fun and I made a lot of friends mm-hmm. um so the hill the hills high school coach right now is uh coach Linnell uh but was he the same coach when you were playing no I had Daniel Woods on okay. as my head coach and Zach Black Mm-hmm. Uh, so did your coach teach you anything that you took into pro ball? Yeah, they taught me a lot of stuff, a lot of lessons, you know, um, how to be a team player, just let the game, letting the game come to me, trusting my athleticism, trusting my instincts, all that good stuff. Um, so I really hope um, that when I'm doing these interviews, I really hope that um, so people can give me some good advice because I'm, uh, I'm, I'll be in ninth grade soon, about a year and a half. So I'm looking for all the tips that I can get, and I appreciate these insights. For sure. Um. So speaking of that, can you remember some differences that you noticed between travel ball and high school baseball? Hmm. Man, that was a long time ago. I'm getting old. Um. For me, travel ball was really. How I grew up, when I played travel ball, for me, it was all about development. It was all about foundation and getting better at the game every day, you know, especially when I was young. When I was about 12, 12 to maybe like 16, it was strictly on development, strictly on development. And then once I got to high school, you know, 
the development was still there, but it was more development as a team. So high school is kind of where I learned how to play a better team game because in travel ball, it's like everybody's on different levels, you know? So high school really broke down that team game and playing all for one. Mm-hmm. Um. So what was your transition like from aluminum bat to wood bat? Um, it wasn't really, it wasn't really much of a big difference for me. The only thing was it was hard getting wood bats, you know, I had to find some and then I was always breaking them. So my mom, she didn't like buying the wood bats. So, <laughs> uh, so funny story. Was... Uh, I was actually at practice yesterday and I brought two wood bats cause I didn't want to bring my composite because it was really, really cold. Um, so I brought two wood bats and I noticed we had machine pitch. So I had to, I had to use one metal bat. I mean, I had to use one wood bat and I actually broke the bat. <laughs> like, oh, you know, like it like shattered on the handle. So <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, so I, I, I broke that, but like my coach was like, why are you, why are you using it? Uh, why are you using a wood bat machine? Uh, and I was like, well, what's the difference? Exactly. <laughs> It, there's no difference between machine machine pitch with a wood bat and a guy throwing 95 miles per hour. You know, a bat's a bat. You just got to hit the ball. Yeah. Uh, so what is your bat of choice? Hmm. A bat choice. Honestly, I don't know yet. I want to I wanna figure out one bat and stick to one bat. So this season, I ordered some Chandlers, some Chandler wood bats, and I'm trying a Louisville Slugger bat. It's Derek Jeter's model. I'm hoping that's a pretty good bat. And I ordered Victus, Fernando Tatis, and Tim Anderson. Oh, so like their versions? Yeah, like that's, their models. That's really cool. Yeah, I use um I use a bunch of different bats. I use like Birdman bats, dovetail bats, and yeah, they're I really heard cool. Birdman's pretty good. One uh, player I was talking to today who was using a Birdman. Okay. Um so Let's talk about that camp you hosted, uh, which was so much fun for me and had a huge turnout. Uh, was it hard to convince your family and teammates to volunteer and help put on that awesome camp? Nah, not at all. No, it was it was more so uh, the hardest part was really organizing the whole camp with my mom. And <laughs> that was really the hardest part. She did most of the work and just coming together as a family, making sure it was the best for us and the participants you guys make sure everybody has fun and also gains the knowledge and information that they're searching for mm-hmm. but everybody was really excited to be a part of it mm-hmm. and I had I had a really fun time too um so what what was it like to see kids coming out for your camp where you used to play baseball that exact same field what'd you say uh what was it like to see all the kids coming out for your camp uh where you used to play baseball it was it was cool it was just like it was a surreal moment, you know, having all the kids come out there wanting to learn and have some fun and knowing that it was a that was my hometown. That's where I grew up. And it was it was good to be back. Mm-hmm. So I actually saw a video that came out maybe six, seven years ago, um, uh, your recruiting video. And it said that you were a, Cle- a Clemson commit, uh, but it doesn't say anywhere that you went to college. So were you drafted right out of high school or did you go to college and get signed there? I was drafted out of high school. Mm-hmm. Did um so uh did Clemson have any plans for you? Were you like supposed to go there? It was it was 
difficult situation with Clemson. With Clemson, how it was, it something had happened with with I don't know. It was something that had happened with out of state that year. Whatever I was majoring in, they had took that out. And when I was going, I was supposed to be an in state commit. And something had happened right before the draft where it didn't work out like that. So I got on the phone and was talking to my coach, and he was a really good guy. And he told me that I should I should take the draft and go. And I was like, I was already going. Little did you know, but <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Um. So uh, we're getting around near the Marlins questions and the Marlins organization, too. Uh, so were you glad it was the Marlins who drafted you, or did you have any plans for other uh, professional teams? Um, of course I was glad the Marlins drafted me. I was just happy to get drafted, you know, but it was crazy because I believe I had a home visit with every team except for maybe three, and the Marlins was one of the teams I didn't have a home visit with. So it was kind of a a shock that I didn't. I did get drafted by the Marlins, but I also remember I had a really good turnout, and it was like when we got to the stadium for my pre-draft workout, it was like a click. That's where we met Derek Jeter and a couple other the coaches that are still coaching with the Marlins right now. Um. So I also saw a video at Marlins spring training a few years ago, and the video had you running uh, um, the base uh, with your batting gloves in your mouth. <laughs> uh, so what did those gloves taste like? And did it give you, uh, like, energy knowing people were watching you do it? You know, honestly, they taste like batting gloves. You know, <laughs> it was just batting gloves. I made sure to not really put the dirt part in my mouth just for sanitary purposes. But... uh. Thinking about if people were watching me, I, you know people are watching you when you're playing on that stage. There were people in the there were people in the crowds in the stands, but once you're in the game and you're playing at the highest level, there's no I don't believe there's any thinking about what is gonna happen later. It was just all in the moment. That that must have been a really, really good um like like, did you get, like, any recognition about that, or did, like, nobody notice? <laughs> oh, they noticed for sure. <laughs> they noticed, and they, yeah. they told me not to do it again. But, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it is what it is. I'm going to do it when I need to do it. Mm -hmm. It'll uh, happen again when it happens again. <laughs> uh, was it also an awesome uh, an awesome time playing for the Marlins during spring training? Yeah, it was It was fun. Um, at that time, I don't – only it wasn't I thought Matt Kent was there, but that was a year before. But just learning from the big leaguers and seeing how they prepare, seeing how they play the game with joy and with their passion and also play a serious when it's time to take a serious is something you don't want to take for granted for sure. Mm -hmm. And recently you just got invited to Marlin Spring Training again, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. how, how is that how is that like a uh, moment like for you? It's crazy because it's it's happening, you know, the hard work you put in and staying down, seeing everything going on, just continue to have a vision and a, a dream and chase it and work towards it, no matter what. Mm -hmm. It's it's really cool to see everything start to unfold. Mm -hmm. Um. So uh, just like I was saying, in that video, uh, it also looks like you, uh, when you take a lead off the base, you like swings, swing your arm back and forth. Um, do you always do that or, and does it help you give them, uh, give you momentum or is it just like natural? <laughs> That's natural. Cause I don't, I don't even remember doing that, but 
I guess it could be for rhythm. It sounds like I do it for rhythm, you know. Mm-hmm. Some things you just do. It's like the, it's like very obvious. It's not like a subtle <laughs> thing. It's just like 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 it's going into football. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't remember doing it on purpose. So but I'm pretty sure it's for rhythm. Mm-hmm. Uh so what are you what is like the thing you're most looking forward to this spring training? Really continuing to progress off of the season I had last year and learning more. It's fun when you get to learn something and then add it to what you do. It's just like it's a it's a great feeling when you figure something out or somebody tells you something that you had no idea was even <laughs> out there that you realize it and now you're seeing it from a different perspective and that you get to add it into your game. Um, so one of the one of the best things that has happened to, for you this year is that you got like awarded like f- six different awards. Uh, you earned the Marlins organization All Star and Baseball America rated you best uh defensive infield, a uh, best defensive infielder, best infield arm, fastest base runner, and best strike zone discipline. Uh, this is also amazing. Um, what does it mean to you? And do you think? Uh, that also helped you get an invite to spring training? It means a lot. You know, me as a player, sometimes I always have to check myself because, you know, you're always going to want more. You always expect more out of yourself. So for me, I'm looking at other things, too, that I, I want to achieve later on. But sometimes my parents always remind me to stop and smell the roses. So it's a great accomplishment for that because at one point I wasn't getting those awards, you know. So Getting those awards is a big accomplishment and it's a blessing. I believe it could be a reason why I'm getting a big league invite. <laughs> um, so uh you also mentioned that you uh I, I was watching an interview maybe a few months ago, um, that you also mentioned you like to slow the game down. Uh can you explain to my younger listeners what this means and how you use it to your advantage? Yeah, slowing the game down is really about being prepared and being confident and understanding what's going to happen before it happens, kind of preparing before it actually happens so that there's no pressure. There's, well, I'm not going to say there's no pressure so that there's no, you're not nervous. You know what I mean? Like you're not unprepared, basically just being prepared and being ready for whatever's going to come. That's how I slow the game down. Um, so I read uh, that you also like to journal. Uh, so does that help you with adversity and how how big does it help? It helps a lot because, you know, sometimes you have a lot of thoughts in your head and in the game of baseball, if you're thinking you're not going to do as well in the field, if you're constantly thinking and you're just overthinking stuff, it's not going to be as you're not going to be as dominant and successful as you could possibly be. So. For me, writing everything down and getting everything out is my way of releasing everything. So it helps me a lot. And even just going back and reading it sometimes and seeing how far I've come as a person and a player. I've had a few guests on the show that have said they like to journal a lot um, about baseball. Um, so uh, it seems like you were always one of the fastest uh, ball players uh, wherever you played. Uh, but is baseball catching up with you at the pro level? As in what? Like, like speed or or like runners? Faster? Yeah. You know, 
it's hard to tell because most of the times when you think somebody's faster, you would race them. But my numbers say that I'm fastest, so I haven't really seen anybody catch up to me like that. <laughs> you should like. But if they want to race, then I I could give you a better answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking <laughs> of that, uh, do you know Jazz Chisholm, and have you ever raced each other? Jazz don't want to smoke. <laughs> Jazz don't want to smoke. We haven't raced though. Uh, are you like friends with him? Yeah. <laughs> are you Are you glad that he recently just got um the uh MLB cover twenty three cover athlete? Yeah, I was just talking to one of my homies and he brought it up and I said Jazz has always been working towards what he has to do, so you can't be happy and cheer for somebody like that. He's he's been working since I've known him and I've known him since twenty nineteen at the end of the season and he's been working. He says what he's gonna do and he does it. Mm-hmm. It really, it really is is not not that great because he was injured most of the season, um, and hopefully he'll make a he'll he'll make a good comeback. But he's always one of the best guys. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also one of the flashiest guys too. He wears <laughs> a lot of gear. That's that's what's up. That's how you got to play the game. Marlins you have like play a, the game with some fun. Yeah, the Marlins have like a fun youth movement. Guys like yeah. Jack really, really, really are really fun. Yeah, we're gonna be winning too. Yeah, um. So I noticed uh at the camp, uh, your logo is like N squared. Is that your brand? And do you have merch? Yes, yes. I've been N squared since I was really young. My mom and dad came up with it, and it just stands for Nasim Nunez. Something simple. And the crazy thing is, I always hated math, so I don't know how I let the N squared go through. <laughs> but you know, it, it caught. It was catchy. Mm-hmm. We're actually learning about um like square roots. Square roots, thank yeah. No, roots. thank you. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like it either, but I got 100 <laughs> on my quiz today. So there you go. You gotta do it. <laughs> Get through uh, so, it. So so uh, actually we just recently started like a merch line. Uh and we have shirts and pins and, and all all kinds of swag. Uh and people it's all about that merch, right? Yeah, for real. <laughs> Um, well, Nassim, uh, we've made it to the not-so-rapid-fire questions. Uh, you can answer with as much or as little info as you want. You ready? Let's go. Uh, so my mom always wants to know, do you have any game day or at-bat superstitions? Hmm. No, nah, nah, not really. I mean, not really. I would say the biggest thing I have is I don't hit I don't hit batting practice with the game bat. Uh like like your <laughs> game Yeah, it. like if it, if I'm using the bat in the game, I don't hit batting practice with it. That that's kind of that's kind of like I I I do that a lot because I use metal bat and I don't want to like like break it or something, so I always yeah. use like that, but I broke I usually bat. I usually use a heavier bat. I usually use a heavier bat in batting practice. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh! So you so it feels lighter. Yeah. Okay, that's that's a, that's a smart idea. I think my wood bat's a little bit heavier than my than my game bat. So good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, what is uh what is your favorite thing about Gwinnett County? This home. You no, know, this is where the family is. Family and friends. Mm-hmm. Um. So, do you know who Anthony Maldonado is? Yes. So I actually interviewed him uh, a few months ago, and he's a really good guy, and hopefully he'll be invited to Team Puerto Rico soon. Yeah. 
classic. I hope so too. He is a good dude. Um, so what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Butter pecan. I've never heard of that. It's like what 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 does that taste like? Butter pecan. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's very get the Briars one. Interesting. Um, so uh what is your favorite baseball memory as a player fan? My favorite baseball memory as a player or a fan? I would say one of my favorite memories is watching when I went to a Clemson and I got to watch Seth Beer hit a walk-off home run. That was pretty that was pretty fun. That's that sounds cool. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Is that was that the opening day? <laughs> I don't know. We just went to a game. It was a it was a random day on a random game, but I don't know. That's something that Cuz I remember I just opening, remember. opening day this year, he he hit a walk-off home run on National Beer Day. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's um that's that's maybe what that was, but I don't know. Um and lastly, what's your favorite baseball movie? A league, uh, a league of their own. Very, very good answer. I like that movie. <laughs> um. Well, Nassim Nunez, everybody. Oh, well, Nassim Nunez, everybody. We did it. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Did you have fun? Yeah, it was very fun. I like your hat too. <laughs> thank you. Uh, like this is my dad's hat, and I got it <laughs> like three years ago. So it still doesn't fit me. <laughs> <laughs> it will. Um. Anything else you want to add, or do you have any questions for me? How long have you been doing the podcast for? So I my first episode was October 31st of 2021. So Halloween. You do a pretty good job. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so no much. Problem. Um, so anything else you want to add? That's about it. Oh, uh, well, thank you again, Nassim. Uh, please follow him on social media at Nassim Nunez on Instagram or follow at Blue Wahoo's B-Ball or at Jack's Shrimp or, or at Marlins on Instagram. Uh, please support my show by subscribing to Baseball Podcaster Fun on Instagram uh, and going to my website, baseballpodcasterfun.com and subscribing to my YouTube and Spotify channels. Uh, join me next week for an all-new guest. Until then, that was Nassim Nunez. I am Grayson Knight, and this was Baseball Podcasts Are Fun. Don't forget to swing for fences. See ya.